This is Dr. Ara Austin for the School of Molecular Sciences. This podcast is really to help our students set up in career paths that they're interested in. Welcome to this session of Graduating in Science. Now what? In today's episode, we have Miss Jenna Robertson joining us. Uh, Jenna was actually one of my general chemistry students about 10 years ago, and she's now a science graduate who works at Diageo, which is the largest producer of spirits and beer in the world. So Jenna, welcome, and can you introduce yourself to our students? Yeah, so my name is Jenna Robertson. I am a quality assurance laboratory technician for Diageo at our Baltimore, Maryland facility. We are known as the Guinness Open Gate Brewery. We are the first Guinness brewery in the U.S. in over 60 years. And in my role, I essentially make sure the beer tastes the same, looks the same, and is what I like to call true to brand, essentially. Oh, that's so wonderful. So already, I think you've picked um, our students' interest by mentioning the word beer. Uh, and Jenna, with our students, could you briefly share your education background? Yeah, so I have a bachelor's degree in biology with an emphasis in pre-med, and then I have a minor in chemistry. Lovely. And uh, what made you decide to get into brewing science? I remember when we first met, when you were a student in my lab course, that wasn't something that was your interest at all. Yeah. So for me, I grew up around the brewing industry. I was 12 years old when my family first started working in a brewery. And I've always had a mad love for beer and what it provided my family. And when I was in my freshman year of college, I always wanted to be a dentist. But when I decided that I was no longer passionate about the pre-med rat race, I gave my dad a call, asked him what I could do in the brewing world that wouldn't require me to change my major because I was still interested in biology and chemistry, but I didn't necessarily want to be a doctor or a dentist anymore. And that's when he brought me to New Belgium's Quality Assurance Lab. And my love affair for brewing science absolutely exploded. And that's really what started it all. When you first went and toured the lab, you realized how much science is actually used there. So how is science used in the brewing industry? Yeah, so for me, brewing and science are the same thing. They go hand in hand. You know, they're one. You need science in order to create beer. And brewing follows a scientific method, you know, using pH, temperature, additives in order to create all these different styles of beer. And at my company and in my role, we use science every day to make a bunch of amazing products. And you've worked with multiple different roles in the brewing in industry. For instance, you're currently the quality assurance uh, manager, and then now you're strictly into, you know, also strictly into brewing, and that's two different areas. So how are two different areas kind of go hand in hand, and how also are they different? And ultimately, how is science used differently in these two areas? Yeah, so... Brewing follows a scientific path, and to put it in, you know, quick and dirty terms, you take malted barley, put it in a mash tun, add water, and raise the temperature. That creates an enzymatic reaction that produces sugar. That sugar water is then strained, boiled, hops are added, and then it's sent to a fermenter where yeast is dosed in. Those yeasty beasties eat up all the sugar, which produces ethanol, and then creates beer. Um, but QA is the checks and balance system for brewing. So we're making sure that the brewing process is repetitive. We utilize sensory analysis to make sure the beer tastes the same, 
analytical analysis to show the beer falls within specification guidelines. And then we have microbial analysis to make sure the beer doesn't contain any unwanted microbe presence that can create off flavors and affect the shelf life. But you know, brewing is a scientific process, whereas QA utilizes science in order to be preventative about unwanted outcomes. But they definitely need each other to be completely successful and to produce beer that tastes the same and is wonderful time and time again. <laughs> That's so fun. And what you just described almost sounds like a protocol for any, you know, organic chemistry lab or, you know, like a biochemistry lab or something. And so I hope students realize by talking to you or listening to you kind of go through um, what the process entails that, you know, what they're doing in these courses are, you know, those kinds of techniques are utilized in other industries. And so when you go to work, what is your typical workday like? I basically follow the flow, right? So I track all the different movements that happen in the brewery and grab samples at all those relocations. So I do analytical analysis and have access to instrumentation that I used academically that I'm sure a lot of your students are familiar with. I use PCR, liquid chromatography, gas chromatography, auto titrations, which I know you and I did a lot of. I use pH probes, alkalizers, in order to make sure that our beer are within specification, such as, you know, alcohol, making sure the ABV is good. IBUs, which is how hoppy and bitter our beer is. And my favorite, which is VDK or visceral diketones. And I'm measuring the how a butter flavor that's found in beer that tells us how happy our fermentations are. Then on the other side, I grab I do microbial analysis and grab aseptic samples and run those through microfiltration. I take those cellulose pads and put them on a bunch of different plated media that promote yeast, mold, and beer spoiler growth. Then I do cell counts and microbial identification on all of those different growths and do a risk assessment to see if we're going to have off flavors in our beer or our beer is going to taste weird or if our shelf life will be affected in the long run. So I exactly what you said. I do methodology that I learned in my undergraduate courses that completely allowed me to thrive in this industry. Thank you so much for saying that. And you just mentioned something that was very cute and funny at the same time. You said there's happy beer. Is there, what is, what is a sad beer in comparison? So if something doesn't go right, what does a sad beer look like? Yeah, so one thing that um, is my favorite uh, microbe, right, is a wild yeast. So Britannomyces, right? This is a wild yeast that can create a beer that is wonderful, right? That is sour and funky and has amazing flavors. But because it's a wild yeast, if it gets into a beer that it's not supposed to be, it can make that beer go sour, which then makes it a different style that you might not have been aiming for. And then, you know, essentially produces a beer that you're not happy with because it doesn't match the labels and, you know, the product that you are expecting to put out. Yeah, and absolutely. And I think that points to the fact of having good technique. I think, you know, students often go in through lab courses, they just think about, oh, let's get through this. But it's essentially what it's a test of technique to get that uh, yield to be perfect. Right. So what are some useful undergraduate level courses that you would recommend the students take if they're interested in pursuing such a career in brewing? 
Yeah, so I think there's, you know, as we talked about, there's definitely two directions when it comes to brewing science. So if you're interested in QA specifically, I would, of course, recommend microbiology, where you could get access to PCR and learn micro microbial identification, because having that type of a background is going to give you such a huge leg up on in that industry, because a lot of people aren't familiar with that realm. And also upper level chemistry courses where you'll get access to liquid chromatography and gas chromatography. I know toxicology can be really helpful because it teaches you how those instruments work and how they find their data. And then you can apply that to brewing science. But if you're, if you're interested in brewing specifically, I always recommend fermentation courses because you're going to learn about yogurt, kombucha, sauerkraut, bread, you know, wine, cider, and beer. And you can see how all the different alcohols are produced and all how all those processes work. So you can really decide if you want to be in brewing or if you're more interested in wine or cider, which are also wonderful industries as well that work very similar to the brewing industry. Yeah. And what you described was very directly related to principles of biochemistry, which is, you know, the students need to understand the background material, understanding biochemistry, and that's directly related. And fermentation is a subsection, obviously, that are taught in biochemistry courses. So I think that was an extremely good advice. And in addition to that, let's say a student wants to pursue a career in brewing after listening to our podcast. Um, how do you recommend that they get their foot in the door? So I always promote like networking, networking, networking. This industry is full of passionate, loving people that really want to support that community, but who also work really hard. And there's a couple of different organizations that I would recommend. You know, one of them is ASBC. It's the American Society of Brewing Chemists. And they hold regular yearly events where you can go and meet people and listen to these talks that are held by brewing industry folks and, you know, really get your name out there and show that you're interested in being a part of this industry. And, you know, some people have intro level openings that they can really direct you towards, but also they offer courses that you can take that are brewing specific that can really help you get a fundamental knowledge of the industry. We also have um, Master Brewers Association of Americas, which is similar. They offer courses as well. Then there's the Brewers Association. But my absolute favorite website is called Pro Brewer. And it's a website that's made specifically for brewing jobs. And that is a way that you can go and look at openings that are just within the brewing industry and really, you know, put your name out there, send out your resume, because there's a lot of small breweries that love intro level kids. But also I know that Budweiser, who is a, you know, a large, one of the largest breweries in the world really likes to accept um, students that are fresh out of college because they really like being able to mold like fresh minds and have that be applicable in their workforce. Yeah, this is all great advice. Jenna, you're a wonderful student in my class long, long years ago, and you're still a very wonderful individual to come and speak to the current students here at SMS. It was a pleasure talking to you and connecting with you, and thank you for sharing your insight in the brewing world, and I hope that students gain a lot from your experiences. So I want to really thank you for your time.
Yeah, and I really appreciate you calling me. You know, it was professors like you that made me feel empowered about what I was learning and allowed me to feel comfortable to head into a direction that I didn't necessarily expect. But if it wasn't for your guys' support, I don't think I would be here. And I will be forever, forever grateful for the professors that, you know, provided me that love and that caring, you know, to put me in this direction. Oh, Jenna, thank you very much. And you take care, okay? Yeah, you as well. Thank you so much. More information on this episode of Graduating in Science, Now What? can be found on School of Molecular Sciences website, sms.asu.edu. Oh, 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 o